0: Everybody. You're listening to the M&P Podcast with your hosts, Doyle, Doyle Rule, and Jeff. My
1: name is Jeff.
0: Don't like that either. All right, we're just going to start. This is episode 16 of the M&P Podcast. <laughs> Newly minted on Twitter as mpflyerspod.com because we might have noticed that we were indirectly
1: an ad for Grinder. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, our follower uh, clientele is not much of the hockey fan, if you will.
0: If you capitalize a couple letters, you got the man DP pods. <laughs> so it's it's not even just man on man action; it's two at the same time action. Uh, so anyway, mpflyerspod.com. or mpflyerspod on uh, Twitter and Instagram. Uh, our website is you still a website uh, now too. No, we have a website through, uh, so Anchor, which is now Spotify for podcasts. They just decided to change their name. I believe it's MP Podcast Extravaganza at uh, dot WordPress or something. I don't know. Like the website is just a picture that says go to Instagram and Twitter. So (laughs) nobody uses this website. Let's be serious. I mean, shit, the website for our last podcast didn't even work for like two years before we realized it was broken. (laughs) (laughs) uh anyway it's uh the flyer season they had their exit or they when we last talked to you it was the player interviews and then uh that was the podcast came out last monday and then tortorella and briere did their exit interviews on the same day the podcast came out so at this point you've had an entire week to digest their responses and anything we talk about is probably going to be one repetitious and two annoying so <laughs>
1: <laughs> i don't really know how let's, to go here we, we can cover some things i guess it. but let's let's talk about what dawned on us before the episode started uh, it has nothing to do with Bucky.
0: no it's that for how coked up macho man randy savage was we were getting ready to intro in and i was like we're gonna play his theme music and then I find one video and I'm like, nah, this must be wrong. And then I find this <laughs> s- second video and I'm like, nah, this still must be wrong. <laughs> I think we we made it to like the third one where I was like, oh yeah, I guess he did have pomp and circumstance.
1: Yeah, I never realized that that was his walkout uh, song. I feel like it would be, you know, something way more ridiculous. But I guess that still kind of fits, too, at the same time.
0: Yeah, I just, like, the videos of him, like, all coked up yelling about coffee. and.
1: Yeah, and I cream just don't crop.
0: Cup of coffee.
2: Savage, Sarasota, Florida. Come on in. You're going to be defending against the Dragon, Ricky Steamboat. What's the cup for? WrestleMania 3, Pontiac, Michigan. Yeah, 90,000-plus people watching right there. And this is Ricky the Dragon Steamboat's cup of coffee in the big time. Yeah, cup of coffee in the big time because you will never get closer than now. I am the Intercontinental Heavyweight Champion, and I will remain the Intercontinental Heavyweight Champion. And George Animal Steel on the outside will be no... No factor, yeah.
0: You say no factor. Obviously, he is a factor, or you wouldn't even brought it up.
2: Oh, wow, (laughs) Mr. Sarcasm, yeah. I don't care if you got 23 wrestlers around the outside, and it doesn't even matter, no, because I am ready, and I will not let this opportunity slip through my fingers. Cup of coffee, man, yeah. Man! Wow, man, freak! And then he just
0: like, he walks off stage to this. (laughs) And then he walks out. (laughs) Uh, He's a no talent hack. And then drop the mic. Pomp and circumstance. (laughs) What?
1: (laughs) Uh, I do kind of like it though, because I feel like it's very. I don't know, you can make that like a very extensive entrance.
0: I just expected something with guitars. Promoting cocaine, oh, yeah, usage. well, A- allegedly, yeah, exactly.
2: aggressively retooling,
0: ah, fucking button, allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, speaking the, of aggressively, Jeff, speaking Deutsch. of speaking of aggressively retooling, uh, that was the theme. There, there were two Get themes back. in the exit. Back to interviews. the sad hockey team we follow. Yeah, there were two themes in the in the exit interviews that that I picked up reading the transcripts. One, Danny Briere is like, uh, I don't know, man. We'll see what happens. And then John Tortorella is like, I told everybody why I'm mad with them. Leave me alone. <laughs> so I want to just, I took, I'm going to take a snippet of one of John Tortorella's longer, more winded answers. Um,
1: and this is, this is his voice directly from the interview.
0: Yes. Uh, so he's, to set the stage, he they're talking about, like, benching players and players being angry at him and, and him calling players out in the room. Because if you remember last week when these clips came out, everybody was like, I can't believe John Tortorella will sit in the locker room and, like, if some guy makes a mistake, he'll call him out in front of the whole team. <laughs> and, I mean, I don't know. I didn't think that was that big of a deal. Like, it, one, it teaches players not to mess up if they're going to get called out. And then, two... If they're gonna call him out in front of everybody, then like the whole team starts policing the problem,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and then they like private pile the guy who keeps making mistakes by putting a, a sock in or a, a bar is open a sock and then beating the shit out of him with a.
1: Private <laughs> pile. So... <laughs> All
0: right. So, from John, the mouth of John Tortorella, I quote: "It's buffering." <laughs> It's still buffering. There's a lot of text. This worked when I was testing it. So,
3: TK came in when I was benched. Frosty came in. Tony came in. A number of players came in. (laughs) So you go to the next step. I am not going to run around the locker room and look to add players and have one-on-one meetings. I am not. I think they understand where they sit when I am in the group setting. If they don't locate or they need more... Bursa always open for them to come in, but I'm not going to chase them around the building for them. I think the onus is on them. If they're mad, come to me. If they need some more information, come to me. I got Rocky ready with tape. I've got Shosi. We're all set to go, but it always will start in a group setting. I think it is one of the most dynamic and I think one of the most rewarding situations because I think you become closer. Does it cause a conflict as you're asking, with my personality? Sure, it does. Conflict is not a bad thing. Everybody, it's like a taboo. Don't get them pissed off. Oh Christ, they're mad at you because you sat them. Oh my gosh, really? If they're not mad at me, i be more upset. That's how you get, that's how you develop relationships.
0: <laughs> Gotta get the don't get pissed off at them. Oh, Christ. Clip that oh as Christ. a sound. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so that, I don't, he must have just gotten back from Venice. Uh, I don't know why he was so very <laughs> Italian sounding.
1: But uh, he's the most, uh generic Italian sounding person,
0: yeah. I enjoy that he stayed on brand with his message. And he's like, I'll call them out, and if they want, like, I'll show them the video too. <laughs> like, <laughs> I got a whole room full of coaches that'll show them what they're doing wrong. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know why this was so controversial to everybody. Everybody, like, people were like, He's mean to the players, and it makes them sad. <laughs>
1: Just seems dumb. It's yeah, like a, I feel like he's the only thing going right for this team right now.
0: It's like a dumb thing to worry about. So you're angry because the coach is holding people accountable, but all you complained about for the last however many years was that nobody was held accountable. Yeah. I feel like, like it's been the it. common trend this year. It's like Torrella has been like, that guy stinks. and Everyone's like, well, you don't want to be mean to him.
1: I'm like, yes, you do.
0: <laughs> Nobody's been mean <laughs> to them.
1: That's why we're in the position we're in. What did, what did he say where he was like love the player but uh or love the guy off the ice or whatever but can't stand the player right now. Ugh. And then like everybody
0: was trying to everybody was trying to drag a uh, why Tony D got sat for the last 5 games. And uh I mean, I don't know if this is so in my scrupulous YouTube skimming, I found something. Oh it's a, a locker room video from a player's phone. It's it was not, they didn't say whose phone it was, but they were playing Wheel of Fortune in the locker room, and I think Tony D. ruffles some feathers, right? And I'm going to play the first part of the video because the second part's very offensive, very NFW, so get ready.
3: The category is people who annoy you.
0: And then you can imagine what Tony D. said. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, wait, just in case, geez, just in case,
3: allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. That's ignorant.
0: So, you know, I don't know if that's true. I just saw it on YouTube and you know how everything on YouTube is accurate and not false.
1: Yeah. It sounds like you made that up.
0: (laughs) I don't think so. But in the event that I did
1: allegedly,
0: (laughs) just, just so we know. Um, so I, I mean, we could beat the Tortorella interview to death, but that was basically just, uh, I'm coaching everybody the way I want them to be coached. I expect a certain thing. They were trying to get him to answer questions like Kevin Hayes thinks he's going to be traded and Tortorella was basically like, I, maybe he is, I don't know. <laughs> I
1: don't know. I'm not the GM. Leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> Jeffrey, your, uh, gain on your mic sounds a little weird right now. I just want to let you know. Oh no, I'm at 1.5. All right, now you sound good.
0: little inside baseball here. Turn the gain down so it picks up less room sound. Ooh. Uh, and then Danny Brier's interview. I don't know if you did you see any of that. He basically said all the same stuff Tortorella did about signing players and whatever.
1: Well, before we move off of Tortorella. Oh, okay. Let's talk about the video with uh, Joel Farabee.
0: Oh, yeah, nasty knuckles, right? Yeah. See if I can pull that out. I forgot about
1: this. How everybody is now kind of doing what you just talked about with John Twitterell being worse because of his pregame speech one night.
0: Sure, I mean, yeah. um I mean I guess we could talk about, you know,
2: the the the, the rebuild. Um does it I guess it doesn't change your mindset going into the off season, right? I mean you're going you're going back to work, coming back being you know better than you were this
0: year i mean what's your thoughts on videos i guess the current state of two the minutes team long and, but you know, i don't where know goes. where the sports quote is yeah
2: i mean i you know i think it's um you know i think it was time that uh, the team i think you know mentioned that we got to you know obviously whether they use the it? word rebound and then you just take off from there like who knows right uh, now but you know i think what? Uh,
0: here i'll text it to you do i have to follow them well or? actually just go on their twitter account twitter nasty no wait a minute this is free promotion
1: they're friends of the former show.
0: <laughs> friends of the show that Drew ruined because he's a
1: dick. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, why do they post so many videos? Okay, no, that's Joel playing with no captain. Don't want that one. Torts with a great pregame speech. Was prob- Got it. Hey. And a one and a two-a.
2: That was probably game five or six. We're in Florida, and uh, we're on a back-to-back and whatever, and uh, Florida's was really good this year, and he comes in the room and he's like, guys, got to be honest, I think we're going to get fucking killed tonight. (laughs) (laughs) And he's like, "He's like, I'm not trying to take the sticks out of your hands, but we got to play smart and we got to, you know, get pucks behind their D and uh, whatever. It goes on this thing, we're all kind of like, what what the hell is that? (laughs) And we end up winning the game. So it's like, his message really gets through, I feel like, to a lot of guys. And, uh, yeah, like I said, he's just so brutally honest with what he says, whether it's, you know, the day before a game, the day of a game. So I, I think for our group, uh, you know, he was great this year. <laughs> I love it.
0: I mean, yeah. to be fair, to be fair, the uh, Flyers were outmatched in a lot of games.
1: So <laughs> he probably felt that a lot this season. <laughs> it's, not like Listen, guys, it's not like he's making a lot. I think we going to get fucking killed out there tonight. So... Uh...
0: Yeah, I mean, at at one point, like you looked at the lineup and you were like, "Man, this would be a great AHL team," <laughs> but like it yeah. was, you had like first line players that were like third pair uh, phantoms, and you're just like, "Oh, okay, no, this is this will be cool." <laughs>
1: <laughs> I also feel like it's kind of like you know the he says that it almost to like hype the players up to prove him wrong. Well, I mean they. Uh, according to Joel, they won
0: that game. I don't remember.
1: Yeah, and they won the game, so
0: I mean. Let's see. Flyers, <laughs> NHL schedule. They played Florida five games in, right? And he said. Yeah. Oh, this calendar stinks. Let's see. October. Uh, one, two, three, four. Fourth game of the season, they lost to Florida. So maybe he is lying. Although... <laughs> <laughs> Although the next week, they played Florida, and they won 4-3. to three. So maybe that's the game he's talking about.
2: Yeah. That's
0: Either way, funny. I like the brutal honesty. Um, he's probably the only person. he, <laughs> John Turrell has been the only person who's been realistic about the state of the Flyers, and he literally single-handedly drug everybody else into his viewpoint this year.
1: So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I feel like, you know, and you can tell there are some players that have bought into this and some players that have not.
0: Yes. And I think that's why certain players are expecting to be traded. Um, but the general consensus this whole time was that a rebuild is necessary and has begun. And I pulled a quote from Danny Briere, uh, basically on the timeline of how long he thinks it's going to take to rebuild the oh, team.
1: Yes. Yes, this has been very contentious.
0: Yes, and it's weird because I don't know if he was play... Listen to the clip and you'll see why it's confusing.
1: Again, like we got... I don't have a number. Yeah, I don't have
0: a number. I really don't know. Again, like we got
3: excited at the end of the season because we are playing better. We are winning games. Our young guys are playing better and better but what
0: happens next year if we come back and there's a regression there. We've seen it many, many times over. So, I
3: want to be careful. I don't know exactly where we're at in the process. So, that's why I can't, I wish I could give you a
0: timeline, but I'd be lying to you. I don't know if it's
3: two years or five years or eight years, I really don't know at this point. So
0: I thought it was interesting. You went with German woman, but uh,
1: <laughs> as the you accent. You going go with French Canadian.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's weird that you went with German woman. But uh, cool, Danny Briere, great news. The uh, rebuild's going to be two years, five years, eight years, or indefinite question mark, uh, full of depression and the desire to kill yourself because nothing's going mm-hmm. right.
1: Yeah, like that, the, the end of that does not sound very fun. <laughs> no, it and it's not. also like leaving up to the players, I feel like is interesting too, because like, I don't know, like how, how can you, because, you know, players have slumps and stuff, whether, especially if they're like young and rookies, whatever, like, you know, they'll come out, play really well, and then maybe the next year they have like a drop off. So I don't know. I, I wonder if like, if you really dictate that, like, look at Buffalo, like Buffalo, I feel like has done that for. A very long time trying to rebuild and they've been rebuilding for basically eight years since they got jack eichel and they you know are finally starting to look like a team on the rise but that's been like eight years and they've been brutal to watch for well
0: a very vast majority of that and jack eichel finally made it to the playoffs so yeah on a different <laughs> just team. with the, the golden knights <laughs> yeah the sabers are like an exercise in that's been you you think the Flyers had it bad the Sabres were like perpetually bad for like 15 years
1: yeah the Sabres haven't made the playoffs in what 12 years since they last played the Flyers at least they
0: have Tate What is Tage Thompson right he's good
1: yeah they have like you know they were they just missed like them in Ottawa like just missed the playoffs by like a few points this year so I mean if you know this shows what they could be next year since you know Tage Thompson's only like what like 25 twenty-five, twenty-four, something like that. And he's already put up like fifty goals, like, you know, something really big to build off of. Yeah, he's Tage is twenty-five.
0: Just looking through the yeah, transcript. Yeah. Some of the so Briere um assuming he's going to get the job because they have not given him an indication when they're taking the interim tag away, but they're asking him very GM laden questions he does say that they're very strong down the right (laughs) side and not so strong down the left side. So they
1: won't admit that he's the GM. So let's ask him all these questions so (laughs) that he can give us all the answers and not have the job in a month.
0: Yeah. So it it looks like uh, reading into these answers, there might be some, some right winger trades coming this summer to stock other parts of the lineup.
1: Well, yeah. If you think about it, they have like, TK, uh, Owen Tippett, Cam Atkinson, I think Allison plays right wing. Brink and Forrester, I believe, also play right wing. So, like, if you have those guys coming up, I mean, you're going to have to make room somehow or someone's going to be playing on their off wing. Yeah, hold
0: on. While, While we're doing this, let's see. Oh, an English man from India named Claude is actually going to read this next, Danny. We are quote out loud. <laughs>
1: it's, it's buffering again. It's
3: a little early to dive into that. I haven't looked at exactly what positions. There's so many things that might happen. At this point, we're far from free agency. We're trying to kind of gather information. There's going to be some changes. We're really strong on the right side, obviously, everybody knows that. With Cam Atkinson coming back, and the emergence of many of our right-wingers, the right side, that's a really strong side. Coots coming back in the middle, how Cates has played, obviously, helps us down the middle. We're looking quickly at it. Yeah, on the left side, we might need some help there, but again, we're not looking out to go sign a big-time free agent with lots of term on a contract at the moment. We want to give our young players the opportunity to develop, and we want to see what we have before kind of blocking some of the young guys.
0: So that's a quote from Danny Briere, It's read by Claude, the English gentleman with an Indian accent. I do think it's interesting. Coots coming back in the middle, how Cates has played. Kevin Hayes, dot, 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 question mark.
1: Well, I think we know that Kevin Hayes, That that's kind of writing on the wall. Although there are <laughs> some people that think that, like, He's not going to be traded because of the term that has to be moved.
0: I mean, but I agree. I, I
1: think if you can, I think if you can eat up to make him like a five million dollar center a year for the next three years, I feel like that's pretty fair market, especially for what you're going to get from him.
0: Well, um, the Flyers have to be careful retaining salary because this year, for example, they breached the salary cap and they have a cap penalty next year for their performance
1: bonuses payout ah uh, yes and barry hanrahan <laughs> the capologist, biologist still still somehow can keep his job even though he operates in the red
0: yeah i was walking to get coffee and i got that text from from you and i was just like oh jesus christ <laughs> <laughs> are you fucking kidding me
1: yeah, like, who the hell's hitting their bonus threshold? It
0: had to have been, like, you know, some ridiculous thing. Like, play like Nick Delorier, play four games. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Nick
1: play, get a Score a goal, please.
0: Uh, yeah, so for anybody who's not aware, I think the Flyers were 1.1 1. 1 mil over the salary cap with all their performance bonuses yeah. paid out. So next year, their cap is now reduced by 1.1 1. 1
1: mil, which you think, here's, like... The, here's the kicker, too, that... Not only was it just the Flyers, it was like half of the NHL oh, yeah. was, was operating every, this way. Yeah, I
0: think yeah, the so I think the Coyotes like, were you
2: know.
1: the Coyotes were the only safe
0: team, or maybe they were over. I don't remember. But uh so you think like one point one mil, that's not a lot of money when <laughs> you the know, the Flyers were operating at like with cents this year. So
2: <laughs>
0: Yeah. Uh you put I guess Ellis on long term IR, Coots plays maybe. JBR comes off the books, but then Sandheim's extension kicks in. Uh flyers are gonna have to get crafty to find some money.
1: Yeah. I mean Tortorella did mention too that like they were gonna try to find like one year guys to plug some holes, so that sounds sounds like a bunch of Chris Vandeveldies are coming back. Oh,
0: what if it actually is Chris Vandevelde coming back? <laughs> Speaking of Um, Chris Vandervelde.
1: Play the Shannon Sharp oh yeah. Because that would be my reaction.
2: (laughs) Oh boy! Yeah! (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
0: Speaking of Chris Vandervelde, his biggest champion. One Dave Haxtall. uh, In the playoffs with the Kraken. I don't know if we really talked about this. Is Dave Haxtell as bad of a coach as everybody in Philly thought he was, or now that we're seeing how poorly run the front office was, was Dave Haxtell given half a deck and told to play solitaire?
1: Well, I think this is a pretty good point, Jeff, that the Flyers, everybody hated Dave Haxtell and how he ran the team. But now all of a sudden he's a Jack Adams, like finalist and is in the playoffs with a team that you know everybody expected to be bottom of the barrel with like a forty goal scorer in Jared and McCann. Yeah,
0: Kraken. Kraken got a hundred. Had a hundred points this season, good for fourth in the Pacific. Um, the only other teams that lapped the Kraken, the Kings, Oilers, and Golden Knights, all had hundred and four points or above.
1: <laughs> yeah, the West was. I feel like the West was pretty weak this year. That's wild. Let's see. As far as a uh,
0: at a hundred points. Uh, the f- Dave Haxtall would have got the Flyers into the playoffs with 100 points. The Islanders limped in at fourth with 93 points. And then there is a—I a, didn't really notice this because I had been paying attention to any of the standings. There is a, a stark difference between third and fourth place in the Metro Division.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, and then even look at like the if the Kraken were in the Atlantic, yeah, they would have finished third above the Lightning, who won Stanley Cups. Yeah. That's wild. Yeah. Let's talk about this for a second. Let's let's go through the matchups here, Jeff. Who do you who are your predictions for the first round here? Oh, based off of the non-hockey we've watched since the end of the season.
0: I've been watching a lot of the playoffs.
1: No, oh, really, I haven't watched really any of it. I heard that the last first night stars I... wild game was insane, and then yeah, the, I feel like a lot of the games just start too late, and I'm like ready to go to bed. Yeah,
0: last night I fell asleep on the couch watching a. It uh, was, wasn't even the late game. It was Devils Rangers. <laughs> uh, Bruins Panthers. I assume the Bruins are going to win. Um, but uh, Florida like beat up on them in one game after the Bruins beat up on them. So I don't know. I guess there's cracks in the armor there. Everybody had the, the Bruins had the flu and were pooping themselves or something before game one.
1: <laughs> Bruins entire locker room is suffering from devastating tummy aches.
0: Yeah, I think that's what it was. Like they had like some kind of stomach flu going around and they weren't sure like if people were going to play and then Patrice Bergeron apparently hurt himself so he could play in front of his dad who was like dying of cancer in Montreal before the season ended and it like messed up the playoffs oh, and yeah. everybody was like why would they let him play that's selfish and then when this came out they were like I'm still angry but I understand it. <laughs> 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 So I don't know. I think the Bruins, I think the Bruins take it. Maple Leafs lightning, that's been a barn burner of a series. I've watched most of those games. Um, I do yeah, think the, the Lightning Maple Leafs win. Just went up. I do think the Lightning win just because I I the Leafs suffering is hilarious to me.
1: So Yeah, I kind of just want them to lose again. Yeah,
0: but the Leafs are now uh, when this is recorded, the Leafs are up 2-1 after winning on Saturday night. Then you have the Hurricanes and the Islanders. Honestly, I have no idea. I don't think I've seen a single minute of this series. so I'll... I think that one's been an absolute snooze fest. Yeah, I'll go with the Hurricanes because they're ranked higher. But <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. And then the Devils-Rangers, I've watched uh, some of these games too. The Devils are young and look outmatched by the Rangers, but they did just win in overtime on Saturday. So, I don't know. That's, Ooh, that should be a good still one. In it. I think it's 2-1 Rangers now, right? Rangers jumped out to an early two. Devils changed. Yeah, I think they the, sat yeah. To, Rangers
1: beat the Devils at both home games. so Yeah,
0: and then uh, the Devils sat Vanacek for like their rookie backup, and they just won an overtime Saturday. So this probably will come out the morning of Game 4. Um, Good boy. Should be interesting. I mean, the first two games, the Devils look completely outmatched because they're just like a young team, and their Rangers are structured. So... Uh, maybe the yeah. Devils they, crack it. I don't know.
1: They have two former Stanley Cup winners in Vladimir Tarasenko and Patrick Kane.
0: Uh, now, moving on to the West, the Golden Knights and the Jets. I have a sound clip for this one. Uh, it's what Vegas said to the league.
1: You can suck my ass.
0: <laughs> if you don't know what I'm talking about. Mark Stone went on long-term IR, what, around the trade deadline, maybe? Before the trade deadline? Well, before the trade deadline. Because then they used all of his salary. They put him on LTIR, I think. Yeah, they put him on LTIR before the trade deadline to use all of his salary to trade for new players. So they did that, brought in a whole bunch of new players. And then right as the season ended and the salary cap was no longer applicable, Mark Stone rolled the rock back and came out of the cave like he's fucking Jesus on Easter Sunday. And was like, I'm ready to play some goddamn <laughs> hockey.
1: Mark Stone oh, Mark Stone lifted his head up off the mat like The Undertaker.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's like when The Undertaker sits up and everyone's like, oh, yeah. no. Yeah. How convenient <laughs> that he was injured all season and right when the salary cap doesn't matter anymore, he's perfectly healthy and ready to play.
1: Would you say that the Vegas Knights are the equivalent to, just as far as, Stick the middle finger in the air to the cap to the league the DX of the NHL right now. Give me the hell
0: yeah! <laughs> uh, they're not breaking any rules, but they are big old pieces of shit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh,
1: th-
0: this is like this is what these actions are. What's going to lead to like the next CBA argument? Uh, and they're going to be like, no, you can't just sit a guy on long-term IR. Who makes nine million dollars and have him come back and play like nothing happened
1: well if you think about it though too it's like the league is being held hostage by the cap because it's not going up and they like can't like their teams that are just so strapped that they just can't make any moves now
0: yeah and i mean vegas found a super great way to cheat that's totally yeah, illegal a
1: nice big old loophole you know
0: it's just like front loading contracts it's just because it's okay doesn't mean it's right <laughs> fucking paul hongren's like you can kiss my ass i'll pay you four dollars in the last seven years of this deal
1: <laughs> yeah you're gonna get paid a hundred thousand dollars for the last five years of this contract
0: uh, anyway i think the uh, i think the the knights win that one although the jets last night put up a good fight they were down f- uh, four to one Stormed back in the third to tie it but then lost in overtime on a heartbreaking turnover i don't know if you saw that I did not. The dude from the Jets was trying to clear it up the boards, and it caught one of the Vegas Knights skates, and it like it basically just like wobbled right out into the slot, and then the dude from Vegas was right there and bar-downed it.
1: Oh, God. Yeah,
0: the dude from the Jets looked okay. like he was going to kill himself. It was, a, it was a rough one. That's a hard game to lose, too, because you come back from 4-1 down to the third period, and you think everything's going to go your way, and that, that <laughs> happens. That <laughs> uh, sucks. Uh, oilers and kings another one i've watched zero of i assume i heard the oilers maybe
1: i think the kings are winning it right now
0: oh i saw a dry was complaining about something refs not calling penalties uh, so i don't know
1: yeah they play so they're down 2-1 to the kings and they play at nine o'clock tonight oh that's nice
0: it's better these ten thirty start times are killing me. Stars and Wild, yeah. uh, I, I, the Stars, That's I been guess. A wild series. Yeah, I haven't watched a lot of the West because they're on too late. I'll go with the Stars. I think they're gonna do it.
1: Yeah, Stars, I think are the top. Yeah, but they're they're down two one right now too. Stars. That was that game where the I don't know if you saw that uh, Matt Dumba like absolutely obliterated Joe Pavelski oh. on a questionable late hit.
0: Yes. I did see that hit.
1: Because Joe Pavelski already moved the puck, and you know, a couple seconds went by, and then he got absolutely leveled by Matt Dumba. Yeah, I guess a
0: couple seconds went by. I feel like he was... Dumba was tracking him, and the puck was, like, kind
1: of far away. But not really. Yeah. I don't know. I think, like... Side of it in. Pavelski in the left-wing corner. backhand one off the outside of it. In. Like, and goes blind. He... he gets
0: blown! that announcer really so i all right so watching it again he tries to throw the puck around the boards but it hits the net and comes back at him and maybe that's why i thought the puck was still in the vicinity <laughs> so <laughs> whoops maybe that was a bad one a little interference there
1: yeah i i think like i don't know i'm all about like the big hits and stuff like that but like if you know since since gary bettman is a uh CTE denier, they are probably not going to change any of this, but you know,
0: I mean, he got like, rocked.
1: Would you think pretty that, good? Yeah. Would you think <laughs> that like, if you, if you eliminate being able to hit people at, like, you know, right after playing a puck like that? <laughs>
0: I mean, it's a good hit.
1: It is. It was like shoulder to shoulder. Yeah. But shoulder to chest. He did whatever. not have. It was, he did not have the puck yeah, anymore.
0: It was definitely late. And I think Pavelski gets more hurt because his head slams guys. Is that the one where they didn't call it and then they called it a major and then they called it like a charge? They
1: called it a major. Yeah, they called it a or major was that another and then game? assessed a double minor for, or they assessed offsetting roughing penalties <laughs> for Dumba and Max Domi. <laughs> meanwhile, Joe so, Joe. so, of course, and it was in Dallas. So you can imagine
0: how. Yeah, meanwhile, Joe Pavelski's like, yeah. where's all the Cheerios, mom? <laughs> <Where's> all- <laughs> Yeah, Joe Pavelski doesn't know what century it is. so hungry. Mom, where's my Cheerios? Uh, <laughs> uh, sorry. So Dallas takes that one, I guess. And then Avalanche Kraken, I'm pulling from a man, Dave.
1: Dave Hacksaw?
0: Davey Hacks. I want the uh, Kraken. Dave
1: Hacks Stupid, as you
0: like to call him. <laughs> I never said that, allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> never.
3: Allegedly!
0: Allegedly.
3: Allegedly. Allegedly. That's ignorant. You little
0: bitch. Never said it. <laughs> I,
1: don't, I don't. I don't think it's not a lie if you believe it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, Do you man. think that works? What? It's not a lie. If you you gotta, believe we it? should test that out one day. The the old George yeah, Costanza like, method. If-
1: yeah the george Costanza method of if you're on a lie detector and if you believe the lie that you're telling that it won't that won't tick the uh detector off
0: yeah i mean lie just de-
1: strap you into a lie detector and talk about dave haxtell and see what happens
0: lie detectors are notoriously unreliable because there's ways that you can cheat them people put like tacks in their shoes and stuff and then they like step on the tack when they're answering so their levels elevate for every answer and then it's like inconclusive and they can't use any of the responses but I don't think lie detectors are a thing. Like they're notoriously unreliable.
1: Why do you know so much about this? Well, were you convicted of something? What? <laughs> no, I just have one. <laughs> no, I was just uh I was brought in on stalking charges of an NHL player on the Flyers.
0: <laughs> it's not stalking, it's friendship <laughs> charges. It's friend. We're friends. Friendship charges. Yeah, we're friends. You know, they're like, "Why are you sitting outside?" And I'm like, "Listen, there's been a string of break-ins I've seen on the Ring app, and I just want to make sure that he's okay. I only got to I only <laughs> got to do this until the draft,
1: and then he will be <laughs> traded. So there's been a string of break-ins. Yeah, dude, the worst thing I've there's been a string of break-ins on ring camera is not even in the same state as (laughs) kevin hayes house but i just want to make sure he's all right how do you know that he's not in
0: the same state as us huh (laughs) but uh no that's i i bought the ring camera for our front door and like you go on the app and it's just all these people posting videos of like Look at this random person walking around my backyard at 3 a.m. And I'm like, I don't want to know these things. Like, I'm asleep. (laughs) Exactly.
1: Like, please. I don't want to know. I'd rather just not know that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. If (laughs) if there's somebody checking around my house at 3 a.m. And I'm asleep, I'm just going to keep it at that. Like, if they're not breaking in, let's just let sleeping dogs lie. I don't want to know.
1: Yeah. I don't need to install the, like, behind the bed rest shotgun drop. In case somebody breaks in my house. The old Papsky. I don't need that type of paranoia going on. The old Papsky under the pillow. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, anyway. Uh, I think that's it, right?
1: Yeah, that's pretty much all we have. Yeah. Do you think there's an a sort of AI that can be developed to make the fire season more enjoyable? Well, we can Since AI is like a craze now. Let's see. Try to
0: simulate the flyer's season in an ai so there were better results i'm using punchline.ai this is how drew writes all his jokes <laughs> <laughs> yeah i i use this for one and drew was like oh great now you have more like useless commentary to and i was like drew these are better than half the jokes i saw live all right <laughs> Alright, so I tried to simulate the Flyer season in an AI so there were better results. The three punchlines the machine came up with was my conclusion is stick to AI and humans, which is, that's pretty good. Yeah, pretty Two funny. was I expected to see a lot more goals, and three, oh wow, that was the first time I was arrested. <laughs> uh,
2: why would I name. have
0: been arrested? <laughs> 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 it'll be a sad day when he's traded
1: yeah it will be we, then we can then we yeah then we run out of an entire bit of jokes that is true
0: but I guess we can leave you with this <laughs> that Ooh, yeah is called a callback
1: <laughs> why did it stop playing I just love it it is <laughs> it I playing it again? His interviews are so freaking ridiculous.
0: Yeah, we'll have to clip some. It stops playing every time you leave the tab. What is
1: this? Uh-huh. Jeff, webmaster, you are not. I fucking hate this. I'm so mad right now. You know how mad I am?
0: <laughs> All right. Yeah, see, that works. Stone Cold's is better than Macho Man Randy Savage, apparently. <laughs>
1: You're just getting internet strikes for using pomp and circumstances. While, why? While it's happening. That's got to be fair use, right? I don't
0: know. Who cares? Hey, why is Nelly <laughs> showing up for Stone Cold videos?
1: All right. Well, anyway, that's uh. What, what are you What was your related search history? What uh? Oh, hold on. What algorithm are you a part of, Jeff?
0: <laughs> I don't know. It's like new metal mix. <laughs>
1: No, best of the 2000s. 30 greatest WWE
0: title changes, and you scroll down a bit. Best of the 2000s hip-hop. Lincoln a Park. picture of Nelly. Stone Cold Steve Austin's that funniest makes sense moments. Because,
1: you know, this was, yeah, Stone Cold Steve Austin. That was like late 90s, early 2000s.
0: Metalingus. Edge's theme song. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're done here. Uh, remember m uh, mp flyers pod on instagram and twitter uh, we're no longer double double penetrating the market so
1: <laughs> and uh, no, no more of man and double penetration pod
2: train say your prayers eat your vitamins be true to yourself true to your country be a real american
0: this has been another episode of the M&P podcast Thank you for listening. Remember to subscribe so you never miss an episode. Well, see you later.